If you're about to buy your first home or you know someone who's about to buy their first home, then this episode is just for you. Well, hello. (laughs) Welcome to Voice Notes from Textured. My name is Simon Mayhew. I'm an interior designer and the founder of Textured, a luxury interior design studio. I had an unconventional route into interior design after building a successful theatre agency in London. I just couldn't ignore my love for interiors, so I'm here to do it all again with Textured. Now, I'm a huge voice noter, and since we're friends now, each episode I'll be sending you a voice note, exploring different elements of interior design and the highs and lows of running a business. So, I'm about to press record. Are you ready? Hello friend, it is the 7th of November 2023. I'm in my interior design studio. I have my sleepy dog Barnaby behind me, so hopefully he's not going to snore. I've had a good week, you know. I've had a really positive week. My Deansgate Square project, um, which is an area in Manchester, is coming along really nicely. The panelling and the TV unit and the kitchen got reskinned this week. And honestly, even just resk, if you have a, a kitchen at home, and you want to change your kitchen, you hate your kitchen, literally don't go and, you know, if you haven't got the budget, you don't need to go and buy a brand new kitchen. You can reskin um, with uh, a product that goes over the cap- uh, the kitchen cabinet. And I picked some amazing colors and textures for my client's kitchen. And, it, and it's it looks gorgeous. I got a picture. And I'm going to go over there today and have a little look. So yeah, I've had a really good week. I've got... Um, a few big meetings coming up and I'm going to Dubai at the end of this month and hopefully going to set up some meetings in Dubai, which will be um, very exciting. Now, this podcast episode um, was inspired by a few of my friends, actually, who are moving house and it's titled 10 Essential Interior Design Tips for New Homeowners Crafting Your Space with Intention. So I've got a few of my friends sort of uh, buying their first homes and friends looking to buy their homes in the future. So I thought I would do a quick voice note just for you um, to give you some tips and thinking about when you buy your house. Because obviously when you buy a house, it's the excitement. You get so excited, you go full steam ahead and that's when mistakes can happen. So first little tip, really work out your lifestyle needs consider how each room will be used you don't want to uh, mix the rooms up too much you want to think about your lifestyle and your lifestyle should dictate the function of your spaces for example if you work from home you really need to make sure that you haven't just got like a table shoved in the corner and you know hope for the best you really want to make it a nice space for you to be working at home so really think about how you how you see your life in you know uh, playing out in your home if, for example if you don't have that many friends over and a lot of your friends like live far away and actually you know you might have the, you know one or two over you don't need then to go and get you know a six person table maybe thinking about an extendable table just just try and try and use the space but just really assess each room and work out what you're going to do in each room my number two is plan your budget carefully. Now, as an interior designer, I always say, look, I can go shopping. I mean, preferably not Ikea, 
John Lewis or Harrods. There are the budget, you know, you can, there are, there are products for everything at all price points, but really think about your budget carefully and decide on a budget for each room and how much you're comfortably wanting to spend on each room. You also don't need to decorate all at once. It's it's okay if you're gonna if this is your home for at least you know four three four years. Don't be afraid to sort of do it a room at a time and don't just go and buy loads of stuff and pack it in straight away because you want it done. I mean, to be fair, I am that person. Um, my partner will tell you. <laughs> When we've moved into our last few places, we blink and the whole place has been redone. So I do get the urge to get things done quick. But actually, as tastes change, you might change and you change your mind. You've got to redo it all again. So, you know, just plan your budget carefully. You don't want to then have to spend more money at a later time if you don't like something. I would spend the money on getting... The, like the the for example the dining table and the sofa um any sort of big bits of furniture i would invest money in that you want really good quality furniture that's going to last you everything else obviously you could spend some money on you know some gorgeous things but anything else can actually be done um on a budget there are loads of places out there that you can get nice looking things that aren't maybe the best quality, but you know, they'll do. So just, I'd put your money into, into the furniture. Um, my third tip is measure, measure, measure. And if you live in an apartment, for God's sake, make sure you measure the lift. <laughs> because, funny story, actually no, it's not funny. So the project I'm working on at the moment is on the 47th floor and I ordered this gorgeous sofa. Absolutely stunning. Now I knew it was going to fit into the lift. However, there was a mistake in the measurements and then suddenly um, the lift was too narrow for the, for the sofa to get in. So I panicked. I phoned the company and they said, do not worry because it comes in two pieces. Two pieces, they told me. However... The client messaged me and just said the, the sofa's arrived. It hasn't fit into the lift, and the <laughs> he had to pay two men to carry the sofa to the forty seventh floor. And although that's not very funny, I said to my client, "Well, when you move, you have to think about what you're going to do with this sofa." So measure, measure, measure. A, a, a plus side for, for getting for getting an interior designer. I, I use software, so I'm so good with spatial um, spatial planning that interior designers can make sure that everything's, everything does fit into a room. So just really think about the planning. It, it's so important. <clears throat> Tip number four, it, this is where it can get you know a bit cloudy, is create a cohesive color palette. So choose a color scheme that reflects your personal style and create a cohesive flow from room to room. Now, it doesn't mean it has to be like the same color and every room has to be beige, but you want to try and tie it in. For example, in my apartment, I do like using color. Well, I'm looking around the room at the moment. It's very neutral. Yeah, it's very neutral. But for example, downstairs, 
I have hot air, um, hot air balloon wallpaper, and it's all quite muted colours. I don't have bold colours. I might have a little bit of... I've got a, um, a bright orange on one of my vases downstairs. So you can add colour, but just really try and think about the general palette for the entire apartment, because that is going to have an effect. You don't want, like, really, really bold colours in one room. So you've got to think about the flooring and then in the bedrooms all quite muted you want the whole property to kind of flow under one style and color palette so that's my advice on that tip number five is consider the lighting in each room you want some cozy lighting you want some task lighting you want some overhead lighting and ambient lighting <clears throat> the best thing we have ever done in my living in my bedroom sorry is getting wall bed lights. They and and they're, on a, and they're on a dimmer switch as well. They are so it changes the game. You can have a lamp, um, because we have an emperor bed, which is ridiculous. We are we're quite tight on space on either side of the bed. So we have like a little plinth on either side, so we, we didn't have space for a lamp. So I thought, right, let's just get some lights on the wall, and it just it changes everything. I love it so much. So really think about lighting and again how kind of going back to number one is your lifestyle in each room like I want my bedroom to be as cozy as possible so I was never going to have down lights everywhere and be really bright at least try maybe to add a dimmer switch it changes everything. Um, tip number six is invest in timeless pieces so select furniture and pieces that stand the test of time and really cool accessories that you know you're going to keep with you forever i bought these two trunks um they're sort of upholstered trunks with wood finishes on i love them so much and they will kind of go with any kind of decor i will always keep them i love them to try and think of big things that you can sort of keep with you forever uh tip number nine is consider the flow think about how you move through your home um, the layout should be intuitive and rooms should be accessible. You want to avoid clutter and furniture arrangements that impede movement. So just avoid big, massive, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, kind of in, a, in an apartment where I'm working now, you, you, you're not, it's quite limited in an apartment. You've got to be very careful with the space you're planning. And there is a dining table that it does work. It does fit, but if it, if it was any bigger, it'd be too much. It'd be too tight. So really think about the flow of the room. You want to try and think about, uh, for example, if there's an island in the kitchen, think about how people can move around that island. You want to, you want to create a free flow space, and that's another really useful um, thing of having an interior designer because they will think about the flow of a room, and I talk about it to my clients all the time. Tip number eight is mix textures and patterns. Don't be afraid to use texture and patterns. They add so much depth and interest to the space. Um, and I think adds a layer of sophistication <clears throat> and just prevents the room feeling flat. So for example, in our hallway, we have a textured wallpaper. So it automatically feels like a boutique hotel when you when you enter the room, in, in, when you enter our apartment. Um, in my studio, I've got like a black and white jungle theme, which creates, you know, it's beautiful. It's not just a plain flat wall. I, tr I try and think about texture and shape. I've got a massive, literally I'm looking at it now, um, a lamp from Pookie, who I love. 
they've got this it's sort of like a wooden wavy stand with like a tie-dye black and white shade it just looks so nice um so don't be afraid to use texture and pattern Number nine is very important to me, and it's about personalizing your space. So add depth and interest to your spaces um, by uh, incorporating elements that tell your story. Um, any family items, artwork, collections. I love Queen Elizabeth, and I love what she stood for and what she represented. And the second you walk into our home, there is a massive bit of artwork a bit like a stamp almost of the queen um, because that sort of reflects my personality and it's all like spray painted on the frame it's quite um uh what's the word i've got uh graffiti ish around the edge it's stunning and me, me and my partner have a memory box a, a big wooden memory box downstairs where we put all the little bits in that we collect and try and try and make it personable you see on instagram and uh, pinterest all these rooms that just look aesthetically beautiful but do they necessarily look like a home you want to live in i'm not sure i think to look at is beautiful but you do want to personalize your space and then tip number 10 is think long term when it comes to major renovations or changes think about how they will affect the resale of the value of your home because sometimes the most personal and customized choices might not appeal to the buyer. If you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I'm having an absolute mare with the resale of our house. Um, and luckily, they do love everything. And we've, we had an extension and we've got a little garden office. It's very, very cute. But really think about, you know, don't go for anything too garish unless you're going to be there for a long time. Because when you look at properties and the decor's not to necessarily your taste, um, it can put buyers off, especially if they then have to like sort of redo it all. So I, yeah, I think it depends on how long you think you're going to be in in your home. That's it. There are my top ten top ten top ten tips. I think remember the most important aspect of interior design is creating a space that feels like home to you and your family. So take your time, enjoy the process, and just don't be afraid to experiment and express your personal style. I hope you enjoyed that. If you have a friend buying property or you're moving or you know your family member moving, please send them this episode. They'll find it hopeful. They'll hopefully find it very um, helpful. My name is Simon and this is Voice Notes from Textured. Well, there you go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It really means a lot. Now, I know it's a complete faff, but if you could subscribe, rate and review this podcast, it will really help other people find me. You can also say hello to me at my Instagram. That's at underscore textured underscore. Yes, that's a mouthful. And that's textured without the first E. Or get in touch with ideas for future episodes by emailing me at info at textured.studio. This podcast is sponsored by Programmer, built by and for interior designers and architects. Programmer is a software that helps streamline your workflow, enabling you to take on more projects with powerful specification tools and seamless collaboration. It also offers easy, shareable, always up-to-date finished schedules. Start for free at programmer.design.